are the women who are defining success. We create opportunities. We develop our skills. And we are shaping how things get done. We are young. We are old. become in all shapes and sizes from every background and different corners of the world. We are brilliant, beautiful, talented, and we are ready to make our voices heard. If you've ever waited for your chance, wondered when you'd get asked to step up, or hoped for the opportunity to share your message, this is it. Women's voices matter. Women's voices matter. Women's voices matter is connecting girls and young ladies who are shaping their lives with seasoned women who have blazed the trails and want to help others find a faster path to success, joy, and fulfillment. You've got something to share. We all have something to learn. This community is your community. Women's Voices Matter. to this episode of Women's Voices Matter. I'm your host, Dr. Kathy Wenland-Colby, and I'm really excited to come to you this time with marketing coach and social media expert, information to help you learn how to go live and present your best self out to the world. Our guest today is a marketing coach and social media expert with over 14 years of experience. As the former director of social media for eHarmony, she has an extensive background in leveraging social media platforms for business. Our guest now works with business owners and entrepreneurs just like you to help them overcome their fear of digital stage fright. She coaches them on how to go live so they can reach through the lens and pick up the money that is sitting right there on the table. So ladies, it's my pleasure to introduce our guest today, Carrie Ann Malott. Hello, how are you? Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely, good to be here. Thank you, thank you. And I'm excited to learn from you and I'm excited for the women who are watching to learn how to go live from you, an expert. So what do you have for us? Yeah, it's really, really popular today, right? Everyone's saying, oh, you should do it if you're in business or you're watching people doing it, you know, and you're probably wondering, okay, what is this whole thing about? How do I get started? What's the wrong way to do it so I don't do that, <laughs> right? There's a lot of those questions floating around out there. Um, and to be honest, like this is, so you mentioned 14 years of experience, right? I mean, I started back in the MySpace days. You remember MySpace? Barely. <laughs> Right, because right. so many of us were not in that digital age yet, so we yeah. missed MySpace, and when Facebook came around, you know, initially it was just for college students, so some of us were already past that phase and kind of jumped on board a little bit late. Mm -hmm. And that's been the interesting trend, is how fast stuff has changed, right? So, you know, my degrees in advertising and marketing, but social media wasn't even a thing, you know, back then, and so it's like, 
so fast, right? So a lot of people's heads are spinning. If you out there are thinking like another thing, like I can't, you know, <laughs> how do I learn all this? You'll be fine. Don't worry. That's why there's people like us here to help you with this information. Um, but yeah, that was when I got my start. And, you know, it's been, it's been really interesting to see, and this will help you guys understand whether you're, you know, an entrepreneur running your own thing, or as I did working for a major brand, we're all still human. And social media is fascinating because it levels the playing field for everybody in business, first of all. But second of all, it's really about human behavior and sociology. And it all plays out on these digital platforms, whether it was MySpace or Facebook today or Snapchat. You know, my son thinks I'm old because I'm like not cool. Like he's 17, right? So he's like, well, I'm not on Facebook. I'm like, okay, well, a billion people are, you know? That's for old people, right? (laughs) Right. I love when they say that. Oh, Facebook is for old people. Right. (laughs) And I'm like, well, if it's a billion of them, I'm fine with that, you know? population I'll take that but I yeah. love what you said how it levels the playing field because yeah. times I work with entrepreneurs who say you know I just can't afford to buy a billboard in my community and I can't afford to run ads in the newspaper or to buy radio spots or to be on tv yeah. but yet social media makes it within their reach that's right and so the biggest challenge I took away when I worked for eHarmony was learning how to go live it was it was brand new when I was there, right? And so my account team at Facebook and my account team at Twitter who had acquired um, Periscope, that's their live streaming uh, service, they were like, check out this new shiny thing, right? And I'm like, whoa, this is powerful. And I could see it right away, you know, the impact it could have for a, a major company to go live and reach out to their customers or prospective customers in real time and talk to them and be human about it, right? Like this was a new concept, but I could see the potential for it. Um, That being said, I wasn't convinced I was the right person for the job. (laughs) I was like, you want want me to do this? Oh, (laughs) you know, and so long story short about overcoming your fear, if you're not really certain you feel confident enough to do it, ask yourself this one question because a lot of people are self-conscious, especially us women, right? They're like, oh, but I've gained weight since high school, or I've, I have bags under my eyes, or I don't like the sound of my voice, or, you know, I hear all these from, from people all the time. And so the question is, is your ego more important than the help your audience would receive? Ooh, I need to write that down. That's right. Did you get that? Is that a writer downer? That's huge because so many times women stop and say, oh, I don't know. I'm not ready. I don't know. My voice isn't loud enough or, you know, I don't look good enough to do this right now. But you know what? I love it. Your information you need to share is more important right now. Every single time. And you all have an expertise or a background full of life experiences that can literally help somebody and you know for those of us in business you're trying to solve a problem right you're trying to solve a a problem for your audience and you have the answer right and if you're the face of your business the only person who is suitable for the job is you (laughs) right to be on camera and go live so um, that's the question that I had to ask myself I'm like okay I'm this is all my ego 
and self being self-conscious. So I had to put that aside and recognize the greater solution. And that's what everyone who's stuck, I encourage you to ask yourself that question. Right. And so I learned a lot when I worked, when I worked for eHarmony and um, I've worked in the beauty industry before too. And, and well, I learned shows. that show <laughs> for a gorgeous look at, I have to Thank tell you, you that. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. Um, yeah. And it was, you know what, working for all kinds of companies and for myself as um, an entrepreneur, these are the things that I've learned, right? But mainly from working for a, a huge corporation. So the first thing is that relationships matter in social media, right? I can't tell you how many people forget the first word in social media. <laughs> they just that go. Such a huge point. Right? They just forget. And I'm like, no, you guys have to be real. You know, you have to be human here. This is not, you know, now LinkedIn's a little different, right? You got to be a little more professional, B2B, right. sure, you know, all those things. But Facebook, like, it's a social platform, right? So you can, and I've successfully done it my whole career, you can do business in this social place, right? But you have to do it a certain different way, right? So how that happens is through relationships, right? You can't just say, buy my thing and expect people to like, just come at you in droves. It doesn't work that way. Right. The relationships you build, right? The groups that we're in, like you and I met in our amazing group on Facebook. Like this is how things happen on social media, but it's the same in real life, right? Knowing people, relationships matter. It's interesting that you point that out because I've noticed lately there's a trend for some people who are new to business to just mm -hmm. get onto their page and just bombard people with, hey, this is a new thing I'm doing. Hey, this is a new thing I'm selling. Hey, hurry up, come to me, come to me, come to me. And what they're doing is almost antisocial, right? Yes. They're, yes. they're turning people off. Yep. And it's almost as if the less response they're getting, the more they're amping up their Facebook lives and their posts that are all about trying to sell something yep. rather than backing up and saying, Hey, let me build some relationships and people will yep. naturally choose me. They're really pushing that sales, sales, sales mentality and they're right. forgetting the social aspect of it. You're hundred percent right. So they're forgetting the social part and they're really emphasizing the me in media. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and it's a problem and you've got to do the, you got to do the opposite. You have to literally give, 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 and then ask for the get, right? It's, it's, a, it's a different, and it's a longer game, you know, but it works. And you can do all this for my favorite price of free 99, okay? So. <laughs> I like that price. Right? I mean, that's a huge benefit to us today in social media, no matter what size company you have, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing I learned is that you have to be everywhere all the time. Now, does that mean you need to be streaming live 24 seven, like big brother and have cameras around you? No, 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 no. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Right? Cause there are times where you're just like, Oh my goodness. I, I'm so thankful that nobody's watching this moment in my life. Right. <laughs> but, but, mom, you know what I'm yeah. talking about? You know, those moments, moms. Yeah. Although, although how many people would tune in to watch that if it was, you know, being right. streamed because it'd be like, I was just there at 10 o'clock this morning, you know, <laughs> <laughs> in there still doing that. Yeah. Still doing that. Um, but no, it's more about uh, consistency of effort, right? So, and you don't have to be on all 5,000 places, but the top main ones, you know, Facebook, Instagram, um, for sure, the top two. 
Um, Pinterest, if you have a product company, for sure. Um, great for women. But you have to show up, right? You, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, right? So it's like, and here's the reason on social media why this matters. If you have a competitor, which everyone does, at least one, <laughs> top of mind awareness and marketing matters, Ooh, that's right? True. So yes. it's like you want to be the person they think of when they're looking for the thing you have to sell or offer and or be the expert in your space, right? So how do you do that? By showing up more than the other person because then you are top of mind. You know but what I mean? going back to what you just said, you have to be careful about what you're showing up sharing, right? Because you don't just want to show up to sell, sell, sell. Thank you. Thank you. And that's, that's a line that I think a lot, of, a lot of people have a hard time figuring out what's too much on one side, what's too much on the other side. And mm -hmm. you see the people that all they do is sell. Mm -hmm. And then I think oftentimes there's a large percentage of women that fail to sell. Yeah, that's right. I'm building the relationships and they never close the deal. They never yeah. even offer what they have because they're afraid to cross that line. Yep. Right. You're so, right. so there's, there's a key there and you're bringing it up and it's very important, but you need those relationships, but you need to be everywhere and you need to make sure that you're being just as loud as your competitors. So people even know that you exist or you'll get drowned out. You'll get drowned out. That's a great way of putting it. And you, we all know how noisy it is in the news feed, right? Like, it's just like, oh my gosh, it's a fire hose of content. So you have to stand out, right? And you have to be there consistently. You know, at eHarmony, like 10 years of commercials on TV made it very clear who the brand is, what the offer is, who the people are, right? It was, yes. it was, it was a 98% unaided awareness brand recognition okay so that's great and then when it came to the social media part we had to also be on the top of people's minds right so mm -hmm. and it's never like you said never about a hundred percent selling when you show up it's giving value right so to be everywhere all the time that's what i went live for you know so i went live from headquarters all the time and you know um, brought in special guests on, hey, here's Kimberly. She's our makeover expert. She's going to be showing you guys three outfits to wear for a first date. Okay, let's look at the first one, right? And we're going live and we're in the office and we're, oh, you guys like that one? Okay, cool. Oh, Sarah, yeah, I know. This would look good on you, right? And you're having a conversation and it's very chill and easy and fun and real, but you're giving people value, right? So then when it's Sunday night that next weekend and they're sitting there, you know, scrolling through Facebook and they're like, I am lonely. I need a date. This is ridiculous. And they're scrolling. Right. And then they see an ad for eHarmony. It's like, oh my gosh, they taught, I know what to wear on the first date. Actually, I'm excited. Now I'm going to, you see how it's, it's a relationship you're building. And that's important. What you just said, <clears throat> it's about giving value. And oftentimes I know you've seen this, I've seen this, people get on and it's just the me, 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 I, 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 my, 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 and they never take the moment to say, and by the way, you can do this too. Mm -hmm. And that becomes a turnoff because let's face it, we are all part of a selfish society and we want to know what's in it for me. Mm -hmm. 
oftentimes the speaker gets up and they talk about what's in it for me. And it's in, oh. as the speaker, it's got to be their interest, not yours, right? So I always talk yeah. about you shift from with them to tiny. Their right. interest, not yours as the speaker, because the audience is sitting there saying, what's in it for me? So if you're going to deliver content, I love that you use the word value because that's such an important word for me. Mm-hmm. It has to be valuable content, not just for you, the speaker, but for the people that you're trying to reach or they'll tune out. They will. And you said a minute ago, it's so noisy, right? So the thing is, you'll be drowned out if you can't stand out. How do you stand out? You add value. Like people have a remote when they used to be able to watch just TV before social media, they could pick what they wanted to watch, but they had to get the attention first. You know, like the, the show had to catch their attention for them to stop and watch. And it's the same thing with, with everyone here on social media. You have to get their attention. You've got to be good. Or they'll change the channel, right? Right. Or they'll scroll by without even listening because now my understanding is I just heard the stats that 90% of videos are watched with the sound off. And so people will scroll, they'll watch you, they'll see if it's anything interesting and entertaining, and then they'll decide whether to click on it and actually listen to what you have to say before they'll just scroll on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, again, the package matters, as I say, right? So it's like, you know, have that personal brand. I also teach people that like you have to create a personal brand so that people are going to stop and look because they need to be, again, you have to get their attention, right? So all of that helps with the being consistent and showing up frequently so that you are on the top of people's minds when they're like, okay, this is what I need. And that's the person to go to, right? She's the one. So that's important. Um, And then this one everyone hates, but is so true. And we have to learn to embrace it. And it's a, it's a motto I learned early in life, (laughs) but for sure in social media, the only thing constant is change, (laughs) right? And so many people don't like change. They They rebel against it, but that's what keeps things moving and growing and producing. Yes. And when I worked at eHarmony, we were, um, so I love change. I'm like, bring it on because that means that there's something being innovated. There's something being created. There's something like a new opportunity. And in marketing, you want to get there when the window's just opening. Like you want to be the first one, right? So that you either position yourself as the expert. um, You try it before your competitors catch on, right? So I love being the first, okay? And when I was working there, we were, um, we were asked to do some beta tests, right, for Facebook and Twitter, which means we're the first ones to try a group of clients, right? And I'd be like, give it to me. I'm, yep, what is it? What is it? You know, like, how do we access people in a new way that our competition can't? Let me know, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, and, and just in general, that means it's different. And that there's a learning curve from the last time you did it. Maybe it's a little different from the last time you got to learn this new way. But I think, and it's a mindset thing, that if you do take advantage of it first, you're going to get rewarded for that effort, you know, because like I said, there's just not as many people there. So yeah, I loved, I loved those when they were like, okay. (laughs) I love that term early adopters. And a lot of people use that term. And when you are the early adopter, What happens is the people who come in next, Mm -hmm. they're looking for how do I fast track my way to success? And they Mm -hmm. look at you because you've already been doing it. And it could be something so simple as, you know, using a new gadget in your business Mm -hmm. that other businesses like yours look at and say, wow, I've been wanting to implement that. 
Can you yeah. teach me? So there's a lot to be said for jumping on and being that early adopter and, and embracing yep. change, which most Embrace it. Right. That's it. Embrace it. Like, first of all, we know by now that technology <laughs> and social media isn't going anywhere. There was a, mm -hmm. there was a minute yeah. where everyone's like, I'm just yeah. going to watch. This thing going to last. This is just a trend. No, um, it's not a trend. Not a trend. We're all very clear now that it's not a trend, but now it's the time to literally figure it out, right? Like do it the right way so that you can win. And when you do figure it out, you will win. Like I've seen it over and over, right? It's just those who take that initiative. You know, it's in anything, right? It's like those who actually put in the work and figure it out, they're going to win. The ones who are like, eh, or they're passive, or I'll get to it next year. Maybe. <laughs> right? It's like the people who say, well, I dabble in it. Oh, so you want to dabble in success too, or do you want to dive in? Right? There you go. Is it a hobby or business? Just jump in head first and make it work. That's right. That's right. So the only thing constant in life and social media is change, but learn to embrace it. And again, you'll be rewarded if you do. Love that. Yeah. So when I, when I was learning about going live, <laughs> speaking of changes, right, that was the biggest one. Um, I, I said, okay, well, clearly we're going to be now producing more content, right? And video wise. So I'm like, what do we have to do about it? How do we do this? Um, one of the things I had to do, which is real big change in the office, I asked them to gut an office so we could make a studio in the office. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to need a space, you know, and brought in cameras and, you know, like tripods and a couch and a table and lights. And people were like, what is this? I'm like, it's, it's here. The, the future is here, you know? And it was great. We would, um, our CEO and VP would do a weekly podcast, and, and I said, we need to be streaming this live so we can now have people interacting while, you know, on our Facebook page while you're recording the podcast. So now it's two birds, one stone, right? Do we love that? <laughs> like multiple pieces of content from one sit down. Um, and so that was a big, big part of the change, too, but it was really cool to see. And that's, I think that's another thing that a lot of people struggle with is, well, I don't have the right area to do this in and I don't have a good setup. And I actually have a patient who is creating a mobile studio for this very reason. And it is the neatest thing because it's like, it's like a studio in a box, basically. I probably shouldn't be telling, shh, don't, don't steal that idea. But he's been building this for this exact reason because he comes here all the time with me and I'm, and I'm constantly filming in my office where I've got diplomas and everything all over the walls and I have a playground and a window over here and it's not the ideal scenario but for me I have to squeeze it in between patients and homeschooling mm -hmm. and juggling the family and teaching at the university so wow. I have to have a convenient location and so yeah. if you're going to do this on a regular basis then yes set up a corner in your house or set up a corner in your office where you know there's good lighting or you can bring in good lighting and yep. you can jump on there and do this because I think one of the big things you said is be everywhere and do it consistently. Yes. So you have and to make it convenient. Have you been hearing people say like, well, how long do I have to do it? Like how long should it go for? And they think it has to be like this feature film length, like production. <laughs> okay. Right. So here's, here's my answer to that question. Cause I get asked that a lot. Um, as long as the people are there 
And as long as they're hanging out watching, right? Like, and you'll build it. So it takes some time, but you know, if 10 minutes works for you and your audience, 10 minutes is still more of an, uh, an effort than zero or what your competition's doing, which is zero. Right. So right. 10 minute show. Great. You know what I mean? Like I have a client who she's like, I can't, I just can't do more than 10, 15 minutes. Like you schedule very crazy. And, um, and, and a lot of people doing the same thing she's doing for the side business she has are doing an hour, two hours. Right. And she goes, I just can't. And I said, no problem. That's going to make you stand out. You're doing a 10 minute show. You know what I mean? It's like, catch it quick. Like that's part of her brand. Right. So you can, you can totally adapt it to your lifestyle, your speed, whatever you want to do. That's the thing. You guys get to make a hundred percent of these decisions, right? How cool is that? You get to decide. And you know what I, I like better about going live than being on stage for a lot of speakers is when I put a speaker on stage, they're given a specific time slot to, to fill. And it yep. might be 18 minutes. It might be 25. It might be 45. And sometimes I put people up for a four hour slot. Well, when you're doing that time and you're committed to this block of time, if you get halfway through and you notice that people are looking down at their crotch, they're not just looking at their crotch. They have zoned <laughs> out. You've lost their attention. And I think that their attention is one of the most valuable commodities, their time. Yes. That they give you. And if, if you've lost their attention and Facebook is more exciting to them, they're scrolling and you're in a stage presentation, you're just going crash and burn quickly. So yep. you have to pull that back really quick. But if you're doing a Facebook live and you notice that, you know what, I gave all the content that I needed to deliver and now I'm just kind of dragging it out for no reason. You can cut it right there. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to build 25, 45, 65 minutes. You can stop at 5, 10, 12, 15. Whenever you feel like I've met my goal of delivering the information I wanted to meet, my audience was engaged, I'm starting to lose them, let's cut it off. And you said a really important word there. You said engaged, right? So the coolest part about Facebook Live is that, okay, remember at the beginning I said social media is a lot about human behavior and psychology? Okay. People want to be heard, right? People want to be seen and heard in life. Like that's like a human need, right? They need to be validated. They need to be seen, recognized, and heard. And when you're doing a Facebook Live compared to speaking from a stage, right, where it's like a, a, a one-way conversation, you on a Facebook Live get the opportunity to have a dynamic back-and-forth conversation in real, real time. So those live viewers who show up, and it just takes the energy to a whole new place, right? When you recognize, you see in green them popping up on the screen, you're, and you recognize them and say, hi, Sarah, hi, Jane, hi, Mary, hi, guys, good to see you. You recognize them and you call them by their name, which is the number one thing people love to hear the most is their name. So true. Right? They instantly feel like they're in the room with you, hanging out, talking. Hey, what's up, Carrie Ann? How are you? You know, you look great, whatever. I'm like, you look, hi, guys. Oh, my gosh. Now it's a conversation and being real really helps, right? Just because it's now there's not as much pressure on yourself or the audience to act a certain way right and right. it gets to be really fun and I can deliver extremely important valuable content like I'm teaching while having a conversation and answering their questions in real time I mean it's powerful there's nothing else like it I love that you mentioned pointing out people and, and 
acknowledging people by name because some of the other speakers that I've worked with have said that they absolutely refrain from doing that because they don't want to embarrass someone who comes on to watch their video. And I said, I, I get that concept as well because sometimes people just click on real quickly and then they go, oh, I didn't actually want to watch that and they click off and now you just link their name to it. So there's, there's something to be said for both directions. But I love acknowledging the people who are on, especially if they're going to comment because if they're going to make a comment, then mm -hmm. you want them to know that their voice has been heard and that their comment actually matters to you. So mm -hmm. I, I think there's, there's a skill in doing it versus I know we've all seen the people who go live and they spend the first five minutes going, okay, we're going to wait for some more people to get on. Oh. Okay, let me click and add some more people. Okay, let me tell some more people. And then you're sitting there going, I'm watching you to get information from you, not yeah. to watch you click how many friends that you have to see if you can get them on there. So, so there's, there's that kind of fine line again that you yeah. have to be careful of acknowledging the people without making the ones who are actually watching sit there and wait for you to not deliver content. Thank you for bringing this up, Kathy. So I literally was like, the first, first of all, the average length of a video watched on Facebook is only three seconds. Okay. Right. If you're spending the first five minutes having people join you, which is the opposite of just build the relationship in the first place and then they'll come and you don't have to invite them. But right. But if you're spending that time, you're, they're gone. They're gone. And don't forget that a live video turns into a recorded video after you're done broadcasting. And so I call that the encore because my whole thing is about stages. Right. And um, you being a star on your stage. Well, the encore viewing, the replay is where a lot more people are going to watch. And if you make them do any work where they have to even watch or sit or wait or scroll and try and find the, where, where are you actually starting? Where's the good part? Where does she actually talk? Right. Yeah. They're going to be like, forget it. You yes. know what I mean? And, and, and that's not what you want to do. So great, great tip there. Thank you for bringing that up. Do not invite people at the beginning of your broadcast. Jump right in. Give everyone an introduction of who you are very briefly, right? And boom, launch. And that does allow people to, Facebook will spread the word that you're live, right? But yeah, you do not want to be inviting people the whole first part. It's terrible. And, and you hear them when they're clicking people. That's the oh. fun part. I don't even know if people realize that every time they're clicking their phone to, to yeah. tag more people. As yeah. the listener, all you're hearing is click, click, click. Yes, um, just jump I'm in. Out. Yeah. yeah. Just jump in and start delivering content. Right. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's really exciting. And, you know, I just encourage everyone to give us a try and those who are doing it fantastic job, learn to perfect your performances as far as performances. Now don't get all pressured on yourself, but, <laughs> but um, create the best content you can so that you get the attention of people in the newsfeed because like you're saying it was so noisy in there right um right. if you're wondering how to do that i say there's three categories of value that you can pick from when it comes to delivering content um entertain them right and that doesn't mean you have to be a comedian or you know an actor or something professional but but my goodness, put on a smile, like have some energy, you know, entertain them. I say bring your personality traits up to like when you're out with your girlfriends having a good time and you're maybe at their house or something like with some wine and you're laughing and telling stories like that energy is what people want to see on a live, right? Um, and then, you know, just be real and keep it very authentic because again, the social part of the social media 
is what will get people to like you and then trust you, right? So, and then you get business deals and new partners and your community grows. It's pretty cool. I love it. Carrie Ann, you have delivered so much valuable content, right? That's our word. Yes. Valuable content for all of our listeners today. So for the people who want to get in touch with you, because I know they do, and they want to learn from you, where can they go to learn some more? I'm actually very excited because the it just happened a few days ago, um, but learntogolive.com is my website. I know. <laughs> your website. It is. It is. Okay. I was available and I grabbed that so quick. I've been working on this for a long time now to put together my upcoming book, which is going to give everyone my, <laughs> here's it, here's it all guys. Um, and you can find it on learntogolive.com as well as something I've put together. <laughs> I call, um, the 10 commandments of Facebook live. That's a free download. You can opt into my list there and get that information. Fantastic. That's terrific. So we'll put the link in the comments so that you can absolutely just click on it and go check out Carrie Ann with all the fabulous information that she has over at learn and the 10 commandments. Yep. Facebook live 10 commandments. <laughs> it's fantastic listen i want to thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge and expertise with our audience and for just bringing your best self here so that we can help everyone who's listening learn and grow so that together we rise i love it thank you so much for having me thank you and thanks for joining us we hope that you'll join us again check us out on womensvoicesmatter.com where you can find all of our blogs and tons of information and you can connect with all of our speakers in our speakers directory right there Ladies and gentlemen who have joined us along today, thank you so much for your time. We look forward to seeing you again. So listen, thank you so much for joining us on Women's Voices Matter. Remember, we are here for driven businesswomen, professionals, and mompreneurs who have waited long enough for their opportunities. And we've created the Female Influencer Project to empower you to find your voice, step up, and lead. This is unlike the good old boys club, you know, the guys that repackage their tired old content and put a pretty pink bow on it and call it a women's program. No ladies, Women's Voices Matter was created by women who are paving the pathway for women just like you who are pursuing a more fulfilling experience. So if you need help finding your genius zone, if you need help trying to find your voice, if you need assistance to learn how to step up and start leading and start having the life of your dreams, that's what we're here for. Reach out to us, lean on us, let us collaborate with you so that you can achieve your ultimate success because when you do, we do. And when we rise, we rise together. So ladies, thank you so much for being here. I look forward to seeing you again at Women's Voices Matter. <laughs>